Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hello, everyone. Howdy doodle. Shalom. Peace. Bigonitos. Welcome. Damn it. Welcome to the Fashion Crimes Podcast. I am your favorite fashion stylist, personal stylist, Holly Cates, here, everywhere, anywhere you might need me. I am so honored and grateful to have my bestie, my best gay, fairy gay mother, and current adult adulting in the world mr nolan meter hello what's the haps we haven't talked i would say in 12 hours what do you well yeah but it's been a very it's been a very quiet week because i have been away in the city shopping my heart out and eating my heart out it was definitely not um you know, healthy lifestyle approved. We went to Carbone and I think I consumed 25,000 calories. You deserve it, Queen. I had so much. I mean, there were like, oh my God, like a good martini and like eight kinds of pasta and the <laughs> carrot cake is definitely the way to my heart. And I have not eaten like that in probably a year. And I felt so sick afterwards, but it was worth it. Anyway, I thought I was going to die briefly, but it was fine. It was so worth it. I had my reseller panel thing that I do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of forgot that I had it. So I was like, oh, martinis, not a problem. Let me eat all this shit that I haven't eaten in nine months. I get home and I'm like a little buzzed and my stomach is like, what did you do? <laughs> so I'm like sitting there doing my panel like, am I going to throw up? What's going to happen? <laughs> like, so anyway, that TMI, but you know. It's, I it's thought you'd right. want to know what's going on in my life. Listen, so. this is a safe space. Okay. Safe space. This is a safe space. All right, but you have somebody special. So let me t- stop talking about me. Okay. 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 We have a guest today and I met her online. I talked to her. I stalked her. She is amazing. This is a person who I was very intrigued about because she creates her own pantyhose. Not only does she create her own pantyhose, she only makes thigh highs and she makes them in Milan, Italy. Her name is Vianne Brown. She has been on Fox. She's been on New York Fashion Week. She's been in Spark and Hustle by Tori. She's been on Good Morning America. Which I mean, can I just interject for a second? I love a Good Morning America moment. I mean, and my right? day my day was made because like that. Those are my people, and my mother <laughs> is like obsessed. So like my two my like I could meet Adele, and my mother would not care. The two people she cares about was the one time I met Robin Roberts at David Yerman's party, and she like <laughs> shatter pants. And then the other night I was walking. 
John Madison and George Stephanopoulos walked by me with his two dogs. And I called my mother and she legitimately screamed. Okay. Excuse me. I'm introducing someone. I know, okay? but I just had to, I had to give my good morning America anecdote because if you're watching the today show, you should be watching GMA. I'm sorry. I okay. have very strong opinions about this. Okay. Anyway, I am so thrilled to introduce Mrs. Vianne Brown. Yay. Hi. Hi. Hi <laughs> Thank you so much. Hi, Welcome. hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi. Welcome. You know, honestly, I can listen to, thank you, thank you. I can listen to the two of you guys talk all day. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the conversation already. I'm like, wow. We, we like to say we're very entertaining. And that's what I say to people and when you are. like, you're a lot. I'm like, listen, I'm at the very least entertaining. When you hang out with me, you'll at least have an entertaining time. It might not be good. You might not want to do it again, but at <laughs> least it's entertaining. It might be your last time, but it will it will be good. And welcome to the Fashion Crimes Posse. Welcome to Nolan's harem because Nolan has <laughs> so many hags. He has a harem. I said, Nolan, you're full. He goes, no, 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 no. I met this bitch yesterday. She's amazing. Da, da, da. Yeah. She's like, she's this and that. And I'm like, Nolan, we're full. Okay. Well, I was full. sitting in the West Village and this woman who is Russian comes up in this fabulous custom made, like halfway between like a dove gray and a sky blue suit. And I was like, what is this situation? And then she turned around and she had a Chanel flat bag in the same color. And I was like, and so I asked her, I said, how did oh. this happen? I said, how'd you get this so close? She goes, oh no, I had the suit made to match the bag. I said, oh, we're going to be friends. There you go. Instant crush, <laughs> instant crush. And she was like, you know, big hair, but like pulled back, like huge sunglasses. I was like- Did I, you get I, a photo? I didn't, I should have. No one's a sucker for- Russian ladies who are decked out in Chanel, but that's besides the yeah, point. That's true. Vian, I don't, so I don't blame to, him. We're so happy to have you. I love, I fell in love with you. This first, when I talked to you, I am so intrigued because here is the ultimate question. Are pantyhose back? And you're going to tell us why they are. So thank you so much again for having me. So I, I just want to clarify a little bit. I don't make pantyhose. My brand is dedicated to thigh-high stockings. Thigh-high stockings. To answer your question. Yeah. Thigh-high so, stockings. Please excuse but, me. Thigh-high stockings. No, <laughs> but to answer your question, stockings, I strongly believe, are making a comeback. Um, the reason is because I think more and more women are realizing that, you know, between their waist and their feet, that's a lot of real estate for anybody to, you know, use to express their creativity. Um, it's to, I describe it as, as a canvas, right? So it's room for you to you to color, texture, whatever it is, to just express yourself. Um, so, you know, I'm not talking about pantyhose, like the sheer nude hosiery um, that women wore some 50, 60 years ago that are making a comeback. Although there are still a lot of women who still wear those today. But I'm talking about fun patterns and fun texture. Those are the type of stockings that are making a comeback. Well, I saw on the runway a couple of seasons ago, and I was so taken aback by it. And then I was like, all of a sudden, it made such sense to me, was Alexander Vautier, the French couturier, had these stockings that were like so heavily embroidered and crazy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. under these tiny, like super short dresses that were like so short uh -huh. that I was almost like, are you good kind of thing? Like, where are your pants? Yeah, yeah. And it sort of made it look so, one, it elevated it and made it look 
high fashion while still being sexy. And two, I was like, what a genius thing to do because no one else at that time had done it yet. And I was like, that's the most genius thing ever because it allows you to wear a super short dress or something like that and not feel like everything is out all the time. I thought it was genius. Yes. Well, that's exactly why I love thigh high stockings because, you know, like with the band, there's a little bit of like space, right? Um, that you can cho- you can choose to show, um, or you can just keep that little space to yourself. For me, I personally prefer thigh high stockings, obviously, um, but mainly because it's it's more versatile. Um, I don't have to feel like a I'm wearing like a muffin top or anything on on the very top of my belly, um, and it's just a lot of fun. So let, I want to be clear for all the people in the 40 and up club. Okay. So this is the, this is my counter argument in a mm-hmm. world of support, extreme support companies that suck you in and make you feel like you've lost 10 pounds. <laughs> I, you know, that is where my head has been at, but now mm-hmm. I've done a complete 180 because I felt like, Wow, I have all these opaque tights because pantyhose, you know, pantyhose, whatever slash thigh highs I wore in the nineties, and I don't mm-hmm. wear those anymore. But I was asking you, what about the support? And you're saying it's not about the support; it's about the art. Well, because I mean, exactly. I, I have to like say just uh, from my perspective, because again, I didn't wear the kind that you're talking about, obviously, because one, I wasn't born into; I just didn't. <laughs> but. There's a diff. I think there's obviously a difference between like something that's like sucking you in and something that's like adding something to your outfit. Because let's be yes. honest, spanks may be practical, but there is no part of them that is any way aesthetically pleasing at all, even a little. Well, I think like when you wear support wear, it's not like you're magically taking it away. It goes somewhere else, right? right. Whether whether it be it you're comfortable or usually you're not comfortable, it goes somewhere else. And so why why not just embrace it? And why not feel fabulous? And also. You know, if the reason why you're wearing support wear is for photos, it's Photoshop, you know, <laughs> just, just, you know, stand a certain way or, or you can post process some of that too. I, I just rather live that moment, like feel fabulous and feel comfortable. I, I don't know. <laughs> and so they're not, so if someone has larger thighs, crush the stereotype, can women who are curvy wear thighs and have them stay up? Absolutely. Yeah. So our sizes, they... Um, it goes all the way from small to five X, uh, sorry, three XL, and they stay up. the The way that our plus size stockings work is that it really determine it's determined by your thigh circumference. And so, you know, number one, you got to make sure you're wearing the right size. But number two, you want to want to make sure that the top of the band is at the top of your thigh. You know, these are thigh highs; they're not over the knee stockings. So you want to make sure that they're you know, at the right place. And once you have those things figured out, they will stay put. And I honestly prefer thigh highs because they don't flatten my butt. My butt's already pretty flat to begin with. And so, yeah, so with thigh highs, it it doesn't flatten it. It makes it seem like there's something there. Because I think there's like a stigma, at least I, as a woman, and I have worn thigh highs before that you have to be really thin to pull that off. Mm -hmm. But so you're saying, so what is in the band? Can you tell us about the band? What's in it that makes it stay up? Sure. It's silicone. You know, if you think about some of those dresses that stay up, the strapless dresses, 
they've got this like gel-like silicone band, and that's exactly what we use for our thigh-high stockings. There are a lot of thigh highs out there that are made with a rubber band, um, which is just awful, I think. Right. They not only do they pinch and squeeze, they also stretch it out fairly easily. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, and so that the lifespan of those type of thigh highs don't last very long. Um, but for us we use silicone band. Um, and that's why they do stay up on a human body. I say that because I've tried to put those on mannequin leg and the mannequin leg does not have warmth and they, they don't stay on as well. Right. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. on, on a human body with when there's a little bit of warmth um, or heat that's being, you know, that's out there, um, it stays up better. What is your inspiration? Where do you get your design ideas? Tell us about your product and some cool thigh highs that you have. Sure, sure. So our collection is really divided into two collections. One is what we call a permanent collection, and these are our bestsellers, all-time classic items. That's your like black sheer, your back seam, fishnets, pig stockings. Black is a classic color, so that's always going to be an item that everybody wants. And because of that, we'll always have these items around, which is why we call them the permanent collection. Mm -hmm. And then in our signature collection, these are our more fashion-forward products and items and styles that are available for a limited time. And I get my inspirations from the runway, from honestly anything and everything. A few years ago, neon color was the trend. And so we've incorporated fashion forward colors like neon, hot pink, neon green, our fluorescent colors um, into our, our stockings. But we also have tool, like the Italian tool. Oh, we love a tool moment. Yeah. You know, I I saw, you know, in Milan, this beautiful tool that were like hand stitched with like beautiful roses on it. And I thought, oh my God, I absolutely have to have this in in stocking form. And so, you know, I I, I guess my, to answer your question, my inspiration comes from just about everything um, that I see. And why did you choose to have it manufactured in Italy? Well, Italy is well known to have a high quality item, right? Um, you think about shoes, bags, cars, clothing. It's just it, that for me, it's the center of quality. I mean, France, I'm sure I would argue against me, but I think Italy is really where it's at. And in fact, some French brands, their stuff is made in Italy as well, right? But right. It's true. A lot of things, which I didn't, I didn't know that until I started looking at things like a lot of you know, Hermes Mac only manufactures a couple things in Italy, which I didn't know. And then Louis Vuitton is huge. And so is Chanel. They both manufacture a ton in Italy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of shoe brands are, their label may be saying, oh, we're a blah, blah, blah brand, but they're made in Italy. But for me, you know, I fell in love with Italy when I was 15. I was in a choir in high school and um, we got to visit Italy as a teenagers. And I remember just like, walking down in Rome and I thought, oh my God, it's a Versace store. I, <laughs> you know, I, I left the entire group, went straight up to the Versace store, looked around and then, oh my God, this is amazing. Then I went back downstairs to join the rest of the group and I couldn't find anybody. <laughs> oh, no. That is so Here something I, I would do. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that on a deep level. I was like, oh my God, I'm 15 years old. Am I going to like be left here forever? Am I going to have to learn Italian and live here forever and ever? Which was not, I wasn't complaining by all means, <laughs> but I walked down a little bit, a little further. I think I panicked for about 10, 15 minutes, but I found the group and 
you know, made it back to the U.S. with everybody, thankfully. But I'll, I'll never forget that moment, you know. I, I got lost because of fashion and in Italy. <laughs> I mean, right? Wasn't that a nice story? I mean, I'm looking at your website right now, and I can tell you five things that I want, but that is not about me. That's refreshing. I've never heard you say that before. I know. I want these. Don't Nolan, don't we love a back seam moment with yes. a thigh high? But like my personal favorite is always a fishnet. I just love I think yeah, they're yeah, so yeah. glamorous. I think these they're so for glamorous. For Valentine's Day. Nolan, this is the one thing I guess we cannot get matching, but um <laughs> you can support Nolan always wants to match. I have to say though, you know, a lot of our customers um, are actually men who wear our products like to to work, to for or, or in the privacy of their own home. So our products are worn by both men and women. I love that. So I wanted you to talk about that because I thought Nolan, you would be very interested in knowing that a lot of her clientele are men. Yeah, I love that. I, I don't know if you guys follow the Instagram or um Mark Ryan, he's in Germany. He's so fabulous. The guy, like when I first met him, he had like 10,000 followers. Today, he has like, I think 200,000 followers and he loves our stockings. He, he loves to wear heels. I would describe him as like kind of your stereotypical bald white man, right? From the waist mm-hmm. up, but from the waist down, he's in heels. He's, he's showing off his legs. Fabulous. That's yeah, he's showing that. off his legs. <laughs> he's in skirts or dresses, and he he also rocks his like trench coat with stockings and heels. And he's just got these amazing legs that I I'm just like, oh my god, I wish I had. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's one of our clients. That's really cool. I mean, I would say to men who want to rock something like this, I mean, this is a very fluid world that we live in, but I am not mad at somebody who wants to express themselves in a fun way. You no, know, but then you do get mad when they look better than you do, because I've heard you say that. I don't <laughs> appreciate a man whose legs are sexier than mine. I will be. I know. It's like, I hate you. Oh my God. <laughs> I will not be ashamed to be 80% happy for him. All I'm saying is that when she told me how many men are ordering from her, I was just really surprised. And, you know, your product is so different. The bands are different colors. So like these are black sheer, but the band is hot pink or the band is emerald green. Mm -hmm. You know, these are dope. The mixed media, which they're like floral on the on the top, like near the thigh. And then they're like stripe on the bottom. I mean, these, I would like a pair of these as well. I mean, these are really cool. What have been... When you get her order, I promise it's not a mistake. She just doesn't have great (laughs) self-control. Exactly. (laughs) For anyone out there wanting to get, young designers wanting to get into the lingerie business or the hosiery business or thigh highs, socks and hosiery because it's grouped together, what what are some of your trials and tribulations? What advice do you have to offer? Because we do talk to a lot of, you know, new, young and upcoming people what would you say if it was your former self? You know, so when we first started, the Italian manufacturers that we worked with, our suppliers, they would say, hey, if you're focused on the American market, American women prefer to wear black stockings. That's all you'll pretty much sell, black stockings. And I thought, you know, I can't possibly write, um, be right. I consider myself to be American. So, mm-hmm. and I love to wear colors. What? Right. And so in our first collection, we actually launched um, a variety of colors, 
most of it were in the shades of purple because that's one of my favorite colors. But at the end of the day, we did find that black is our bestseller and continues to be so. In fact, our bestseller is black sheer, Isabella black sheer, because, you know, it goes well with just about everything. That was kind of a key learning experience for us. It's like, okay, how, like color management, (laughs) right? how much color do we have in our collection versus just, do we just sell all black? Well, I think it's a combination of things. You know, when we look at the numbers, there are going to be customers who may look for a red stocking and come to our site, but they may leave with black stockings when they check out. And it's just, I find it to be very interesting. It's like all of us are inspired to be colorful and and daring and bold, but only some of us are are willing to go that or to stick to that where, you know, I think most people are just like, you know what, maybe I am not that bold and daring. Maybe I want to be modest. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I think there is elegance in being modest. But I think there's more folks who prefer to be modest than to be bold and daring. And that's by definition, why there are some people who prefer to be bold. It is the word bold. Right. I'm looking at um, some other things that you're selling. So you started out with thigh highs only, but now you've expanded into, you know, mm-hmm. over the knee socks and yeah, and, yes. robes. and tell us about that. Sure, sure. So the slips and the garter belts, those aren't all the Mulatto brands. I we started adding those to the collection because as more and more women um, discovered the thigh high stockings, they wanted to wear garter belts for their significant other or for photos. And mm-hmm. so we um, had seen more and more requests for garter belts or for other accessories that would go with their thigh high stockings. And that's why we started to add, you know, the slips and the garters and the garter belts, et cetera, to the boutique side of our business. But for um, the Ambulano as a brand, we added like over the knee socks, which are stockings that go above your knees. And then there are knee highs, which are stockings that are, you know, depending on how tall you are, they reach your knee or slightly below your knee. Interesting. I mean, when I met you, I just was like, I'll be damned. I learned, I just learned something because I did not know that women were wearing these. I knew that pantyhose were back-ish. Like Nolan had said, we had seen it on the runway. We had seen, mm-hmm. a f- you know, some younger folks that were wearing pantyhose. The, the Votier thigh highs, I mean, were stunning. Probably not the most practical, though. Like, I don't think anyone's wearing them to Whole Foods or even to a business meeting. One, because I think they were like four or 5,000 euros. And two, because they probably weighed more than a small child. <laughs> I mean, I was like digging it when I saw it. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, really different. I love that you've taken away it, like that you've taken it and made it still chic, but also wearable and not weighing 97 pounds. And, you know. <laughs> you know what? One of the things that I really liked about 10 years ago when it came out um, are like the lace gloves, right? They protect, they, they, they give no practical reason for wearing right. lace gloves, but there's just something about it that, I'm like, oh my God, they're so like intriguing. <laughs> I'm not saying that like thigh high stockings are like on the same level. I just think that, you know, when you're in the business of fashion, you're not selling sanity, you're selling selling vanity, right? You're Ooh, can we get that on a pillow? <laughs> I <laughs> you're, love you're, that. You're, you know, women buy 
fashion good because they want to feel good. They want to look good in for that event or for that photo or just because, you know, I come from the high tech world and I remember in back in those days, it's always about, okay, this software is the fastest. It's the most reliable. It's the most blah, 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 blah. I can't do all of those things when I'm in the business of fashion. It's like, okay, what can I provide that can make a woman feel good and look good? It's in, I'm in the business of vanity. I love that. We are all about vanity, are we not, Noli? Yeah, but I love that you've said it in a positive way. Like you're sort of almost changing because so many people say vanity and people think people get so bitchy about it. I love that you're using it as like an empowering word. I love that. I do too. I really love that. And let's just let's just get how lucky is your husband? I'm just saying <laughs> the shit that you probably wear around your house is none of our business, but damn. Okay. He is very lucky. And you're probably like, I have these samples and I want to wear these. What do you think of these? He's probably like the luckiest guy on earth. Um, it's funny because it's well, you, I guess you're, you're right. I mean, and, and I do actually, uh, I, I go to like lingerie trade shows and stuff and I bring like, you know, samples and stuff back and one year I came back with like gray bags and he's like, you went to a laundry trade show. <laughs> and this is what you bring back. Were they you like know, washing just, bags? <laughs> what kind of bags were they? No, they were like just bags that you would put like magazines in. Right? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, like bags. Like, gotcha. Yeah, tote bags, right? And he's like, "This, this is what you bring back." So he's like, come on now, right? He's like, "Come on now, bringing back like you know, foofy things and stuff." And I'm like, "Really? This is what you?" <laughs> How has COVID affected your sales? I mean, I know you're complete. You're ex- exclusively online. Is that correct? For the most part, yes. I mean, we do sell a little bit to like we are photographers and um, boutique stores. But because of COVID, honestly, it, I wish I can say, you know, oh, business has grown 20, 30, 40% or there's some kind of number to go by, but it's really all over the place. There's been months where we'll do way better than any of our months before, but then there'll be, um, there'll be weeks where I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, you know, not at the numbers that I'm usually um, used to seeing, right? Um, That said, I do think that there are a lot of couples at home that are enjoying their time alone. Um, and, you know, we're actually seeing more men buy our stockings so that um, they can share with their wives or girlfriends or whatever. So I, I would say that our business is actually doing fine um, because of COVID. I'm so, I love that. And, and again, we always love it when, we are informed on something new and different that something's doing, someone is doing, even though this isn't necessarily new, it's new to this round of people, this generation who maybe they didn't grow up with this. Uh, and, and of course, we're seeing, I'm seeing it come back. So I am definitely, just because I know you, obviously, and now you're part of the posse, I am definitely interested. I'm going to buy some. I'm going to try it out. I can't say that I'm going to take pictures of my legs and put them online, but I will send a picture to you and show you and model them for you so you can see. Them. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you. I know you're like so happy, but I do like to try the product of the people, you know, that we're interviewing. And, and it's so interesting to me that this is such a, like an untouched subject 
that when I work with clients, I know Nolan, the clients that Nolan works with are very different from my clients because he's like sucking people in and taping them together and don't move, don't breathe. I'll remove a rib. It's okay. I'll put it back. I mean, like we had this moment in the dressing room one time where I couldn't zip up this dress. It was like this Valentino dress and it was so astronomically on sale. And I'm like, Nolan. It was like a $25,000 dress for like 800 bucks. And I was like, I don't care if you have to take out a rib, a kidney, half your liver, pancreas. You're getting this dress. Come hell or high water. I had it zipped. And I said, breathing is going to be an issue. He's like, and? (laughs) I mean, so Take it till you make it, right? Totally. So, you know, I'm always preaching support to my clients who need support, but this for the clients that want to play or dress up or, you know, are definitely into lingerie. One of my clients has a, you know, a full lingerie drawer. When I opened her doors, I was like, God, I was like, damn. Okay. Queen. I was like, I'm, you know, definitely behind the eight ball when it comes to lingerie and I don't know enough about it, but now you will certainly be referred out to my clients because now I have another designer in my back pocket. Look at that. Well, so I want to know, how did you shift from high tech into this? That's what I'm, that's really so, in, so intriguing to me. And like, what, what inspired you to go into the thigh high, like direction? Well, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and to be in fashion. Um, but when I was working in corporate America, I couldn't find thigh highs that would stay up on my leg. Not because I was super skinny, but mainly because I couldn't find, um, high quality, like thigh highs, I would stay up. Um, like I said, you know, a lot of it were made with that rubber band right. or, you know, the selection I found at the time were Halloween-esque or they were a hundred dollars for a pair of stockings. And I just didn't find that to be feasible to where to work. And so kind of following my dreams, I, I, did, I spent some time in Italy. I did some research um, and I decided, you know what, this is the right time and moment to launch a business that here we are. That was 10 years ago. I mean, but you know nothing about thigh high. You just knew what you wanted. You just went to some manufacturers and you're like, yo. I did some research, you know, so I would um, actually spend some time at department stores or wherever that sold hosiery and just take notes, copious notes on price point, what they offered and um, material, etc. So I had some idea what to look for just studying um, on my own. But then obviously when you visit suppliers that you've researched as well, it, it kind of, everything kind of comes into a full 360 view. You, you know, you know how like when you meet somebody for the first time or, or when you become friends with somebody, you're like, oh, I have some idea of that person. But then when you visit them at their home and you see their family, it's like everything comes together, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, seeing suppliers and, visiting um well i've you know obviously been to italy before but like just going to that world it was like everything coming together for me it was like oh my god yes <laughs> how much time before you started your first sample or you got your first sample nine months at least wow that's yeah, pretty good some people spend years you know, making a product or making an item of clothing or anyway. I mean, that's that's amazing. And that's why you really do, to be a fashion designer, honestly, you have to have a very analytical brain. And you, well, have, and you have to be able to move quickly because I feel like the people, yeah. I feel like that's probably why being in tech has probably served you so well is like being decisive. 
I'm sure, because a lot of the time when it takes someone three years to get a sample, it's because they don't know what they want to do. And then they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, what? it's a very good point. So, you know, the other thing that um, even though the two worlds seem very different to high tech and fashion, um, at the end of the day, what I was doing in high tech was I was coordinating um, with people and just making sure that like folks were, it's kind of like project management, right? So you, you have to make sure that all these folks are um, doing what they're supposed to do on time. And that skill set translates to other industries as well. Right. Including launching a fashion brand where you're like, okay, is this done? Is this right? What, what about this part? What about that part? <laughs> et cetera. Well, I'm, I'm just so impressed. I mean, I'm, I, I was so impressed by you and, and I will definitely, you know, try your product and hopefully our listeners will reach out to your website and order something and try, and maybe they'll order something for their husbands. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Nolan wants a pair. I don't know. We'll see. This has been so fun and I am so excited to have you as part of the posse. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. Tell us where we can find you. Sure. Um, so my website is vienmilano.com. That's V-I-E-N-N-E-M-I-L-A-N-O.com. Okay. And then on Facebook and Instagram, Vian Milano. Yep. So it's, yeah, facebook.com slash Vian Milano. Or we're on Instagram with Vian Milano as well. Um, and Twitter and Pinterest. And we're, we're saying Vian Milano. Are you a one woman show? Are you doing everything? No, no. I, you know, I, I wish I, I knew enough about everything, but um, there's actually six of us. I was an IT person. That IT part, there's no way I can ever do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, but there are, there, yeah, there, there, we have a bookkeeper. We have somebody who helps us with, you know, fulfillment. Um, we also have folks who help us with a little bit of marketing as well. There is a team of us. But for the most part, I, I'm, you know, my, my name is on the brand, so. And I think the price point, and I forgot to mention the price point, is really good. They go from literally $20 up to $100. So there's there's a, a price for everyone, considering how serious you take your lingerie. And I know that European women are very chic and they sit around in lingerie and this is not unusual for European women. I just think for American women, this is something that w- is not in our face, right? We don't see this in the, in the 90s. It was all about Victoria's Secret and it's really grown to a younger customer and there's so many more options for especially women who are middle-aged or older that they don't want to shop at a you know in teenage right they want something a little bit more quality so this is definitely along those lines and and what a great gift too um i think this would be a great especially for you know wedding or bridesmaids because i know you have a whole bridesmaid section and the robes yeah yeah um so that's you know we call that so that time frame between the 90s to I guess the early 2000s when stockings were not as popular um, as they were before, we call that the hosiery drought, right? And oh. I think that drought is going away finally, and <laughs> um, and more and more women are uh, wearing stockings. Well, I mean, we love you, Nolan. How fun has this been? We got to talk. I'm so about excited, them. and I love anybody who's trying to make American women more glamorous. I really do. Yeah, uh, yes. I mean, w- American women need it. Yeah. In the, in the era that women are shopping and finding, you know, cheap clothes because, you know, they're buying their dog, dog food, diapers and dishwashing liquid in the same place <laughs> and a dress, you know, and this, 
fast paced world, this is something that can get women to, to really start feeling themselves again. We love a get your sexy back moment. You know, we we're, we're loving that. Thank you so much for visiting with us, for talking with us. We would love for you to come back. You know, maybe we can do a lingerie series. Noli, what do you think? Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be so much fun. Ooh, we would love that. Um, and thank you so much for having me. Please follow Via Milano. That's V-I-E-N-N-E-M-I-L-A-N-O, viennemilano.com. Follow them on Facebook. This has been so much fun. Thank you, Vian. We will be reaching out soon and placing a very large order. Let's be honest. Okay. Um, Again, she's an incredible friend, not great with (laughs) self-control. So anyway, we will be speaking with you again soon. And this has been Fashion Crimes Podcast. Please follow us. Send us smoke signals. Send us a DM. Let us know your thoughts. Hang out with us. Be part of the posse. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. This is Fashion Crimes Podcast, and we are out.